Hello and welcome to the Best Boys Podcast. I'm Best Boy Dan. And I'm Best Boy Justin. And today's going to be a very practical episode. We will be discussing the various anime streaming services and what's worth your money. But before that, we have some things to hash out from the end of the winter anime season. And after that, we're going to check in with Studio WEEB for your bi-weekly anime news fix. And finally, we'll wrap the episode up with a top 10 twist. But first... Let's talk about what we've been up to since the last episode. Promise Neverland. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, Promise Neverland was the show that I would recommend to people who are like, I am I haven't really watched a lot of anime or I watched, you know, something back in high school, but I haven't really kept up with it. I, I would be like, check this show out. Mm-hmm. It's the psychological thriller about these kids who uh, think they're in an orphanage, but it's really like a farm for demons. Uh, and the first season is just like this psychological mind game of them trying to escape the farm. And it's one of the best seasons of anime ever. And yeah. then season two is arguably one of the worst seasons of anime Yeah, ever. it was I, really bad. I mean, here's what I will say. I... Initially, I didn't catch on to how bad it was because you're like, okay, we're opening up, we're discovering more about this world. But as it starts to get towards the end, you kind of realize that, wait, we're just, we're moving a little too quick here for all the things that you've started to set up and gotten me interested in. Like, it seemed like an okay season, but then they just kind of like railroad you at the end with a, hey, we're just going to condense 140 chapters into like two episodes. Right. And like, part of that is just going to be a slideshow of what's happening because, you know, we're not even like going to take the time to animate this out over what should have probably been three seasons. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of ended up having this thought like, is Cloverworks bad at ending anime because like darling in the franks obviously sticks out directly in your mind sure but haremia is also something we're going to talk about in a little bit oh that's right that's and that's too. also cloverworks but so what i also think though is that you have to take the the production uh company into account too of so the actual like company behind the promise neverland like adaptation um I, I I think it has to do with, like, a mixture of the anime not doing well and them saying, you know, it's not worth us to keep going. And also the, you know, manga having ended, they're like, you know, if the anime is not going to do well on its own, then it's not really promoting the manga at this point. So I, I feel like that kind of decision to wrap it up as quickly as they did came later in the process. Yeah. It's it's just a shame because I, I love that show and it seems like a really bad way for that to go out. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed. Um, apparently, like some of the some of the showrunners like refused to even put their names on the yeah. credits after episode ten, which yeah. is which says a lot. That's that's wild, especially with like how hard you know they work on those shows yeah. to then just be like I, I can't even be associated with this. Yeah, it's it's really a shame. Uh, and like you said, like this was one of the shows that we ha- we were considering along the vein. Of a show that kind of uh, it, it it really exemplifies anime as an art form, um, and it's just a real shame to see it take this kind of turn um, when it could have been so much better, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, it's still a show I will recommend to people. Just only well, the first yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am interested to check out the manga because I've kind of heard mixed things about it. Like some people say, you know, obviously it's more fleshed out. It doesn't feel as rushed, but people say that you know, it's. 
it's all right. It's not yeah. as amazing as like the first season of the anime was, but you know, it's still overall a good story. At some point, Emma meets God through sheer will, yeah, and like rewrites reality. So attack and dethrone <laughs> God. So like some, it sounds like there's some interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't have too much more about Promise Neverland to say. Do you have any 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 other just, last minute thoughts? That just you tears shed. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, press F for Promise Neverland. Yeah. So I guess we can move on to uh, Attack on Titan, which is another what the actual fuck, but like in a yeah, good it's, way. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's it's not not a bad thing. Um. Uh, you know, Attack on Titan. We're not going to do any spoilers, but this um this was supposed to be the last episode of the final season and. And I will say this, luckily, it is not. <laughs> it is. Because we, well... It's just yeah. the final season, not the second final yeah. season. So there is going to be at least one other episode airing in winter um, to f- close out the series. And, I, you know, I'm kind of glad. I had a feeling that they were going to do this. I had been saying it since, like, the middle of the season. Because, like, it was not moving fast enough for this to be the end of the, the show. Which, you know what? It sucks to have to wait for, you know, another nine months but like i'd rather them get it right yeah and and it seems like that's what they're doing because it even in the last season the quality has not dipped at all yeah so i'm actually really glad that they decided to do this um to do this kind of break i think that so far only one new episode has been confirmed so maybe it'll be like a a feature length episode yeah and Um, we'll we'll discuss that more in the news too um but uh, what i will say is one hell of a cliffhanger to leave off on if you if you have not caught up on attack on titan like take this next nine months get caught up you do not want to get spoiled yeah for the last season i am probably going to do a full rewatch of attack i think that's a great idea because i want to come at it again with the feeling of like hey this is the whole story coming to a close which is kind of what i wanted to do before this season and i didn't do it because i didn't have the time but it, like now, I have nine months. Yeah, I got all it ended up working out well. Yeah. Um. And actually, just you know, going back into like wrapping up shows, I know you had some Haremia thoughts, and to surprise you, I actually caught up on it last night. Oh, good, excellent. I'm <laughs> so not surprised I, because I told you to do it, and if you didn't do it, I would have been sad. And, um, and I did do it, and uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, tell tell me your yeah, thoughts because okay. I know you have strong thoughts. So here's the thing, and and I had kind of I noticed this in the middle of the season, but I didn't want to say anything because like. You know, for someone who didn't read the manga, it is still a great show. Um, but they began moving at a lightning pace in the middle of the of the season. And I knew that this was going to kind of end up like this, where they're not planning to do a season two. No spoilers or anything like that, but this is the only going to be the only season of this anime. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as someone who read the manga, I am a little disappointed because they, were, they cut out a lot of really good arcs. Um, they cut out some bad arcs, too, which was good. Um, for example, there's an arc in the manga where they just go 10 years into the future. Whoa. Yeah. And it's really jarring. And I'm like, why did they do this? It serves no purpose really. Um, but you know, they cut out a lot of the good arcs. A a lot of the stuff like, you know, the relationships you get between the characters when you've only seen the anime, they seem okay. But like in the, in the manga, each individual character has so much like well fleshed out backstory. They get plenty of screen time. Like for example, Eora, the guy with the green hair, who's all like crazy mm. happy at school, but like kind of like yeah, a, with the with the sister. Yeah, he he gets so much not, more. Not a domestic girlfriend. No, not kind that of kind sister. of sister. Like an, a healthy brother yeah. sister relationship. He gets so much screen time, and he's such a complex and interesting character. 
um, that they really don't do any justice to in the anime. And, like, you don't know... It, I guess it's one of those things where, like, if you don't know what you're missing, it's fine. Because as a standalone anime, Harimi is fantastic. The The visuals are great. Um, the central story for between Hori and Miramore is mostly there. It's missing some beats from the manga that I really would have liked to see kind of flesh out their relationship a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, so overall, I, I you know, I, I kind of... Would have preferred that they did this, like, if they were going to do one season, do a 24-episode season. Mm-hmm. I really think They just that don't really do that anymore. They don't. They really don't. Or like, they split it up into, like, two cores. Yeah. But, like, you know, um, I, I, st- I definitely think this could have been a two-season anime and mm-hmm. would have been a lot well, better served for fans of the manga. Uh, specifically, if you didn't read the manga and you just watched Haremia, you're gonna love it. It's amazing. So yeah, and I did still love it. I, I from that perspective, I want to comment on this because I, I did not read the manga, um, and and Justin, best boy Justin, had kind of urged me to catch up because he wanted to talk about it and kind of get my side of it and opinion from it. And what I will say is that having not read the manga, like I can see how they could have fleshed people out more, but I'm not, I'm not feeling at a loss for anything. I feel like the character development they gave us was really great. The backstories we got were pretty well fleshed out, especially for a 12 episode season. Like I'm actually really impressed with how well I got to know these characters and their interpersonal relationships mm-hmm. in only 12 episodes. Yeah, they did so, a good job that. that yeah, I, I think if you are going to do it this way where you only do a season and it's like either to promote the manga or the manga's ended and it or anything like that, I think this is the way to do it. Like, you know, you can cut out like some of the things that, you know, are just kind of like icing on the cake, but as long as you nail the core elements, like it can be a good standalone piece. Yeah. And I think for someone who hasn't read the manga, this kind of experience and seeing this story in the way it's told also is like, makes me feel like I have that as an option still. Like I can yeah. go and read it. And like, if you I want to get a better sense of these characters, if I really enjoyed these characters, then I have that other place to go to get more. Um, and you know, like just for my own personal thing, like I don't mind that there's not a second season. Like I like the story they told. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad story. I'm just saying if they wanted to do more justice to the yeah. manga, uh, two seasons would have been better. I will highly recommend the manga, especially if you did enjoy the anime, there's so much more to explore there. Um, but, uh, you know, one, one final takeaway, one last bone I have to pick with the anime <laughs> was just, they really did not do the relationship between Yuki and Toru any justice. In the manga, it is incredibly complex and interesting and beautiful. And at the end of the manga, I l- initially, having read the way that they kind of capped off those two, that their story, I didn't like it. But I sat down and I thought about it a little bit more. And I actually do really appreciate the way that they wrote those two characters. Uh, and I think that the out of all of the stories that I wanted them to tell besides the main one, this is the one that I wanted to see the most, and I'm very disappointed in how it played out on screen. Um, but, you know, read the manga, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's it's on my proverbial list. <laughs> yeah, the, the never-ending list. But, uh, Best Boy Dan, talk to us about some Eurocamp. Uh, I only have a little bit to say. Uh, you and I kind of started checking it out, yeah. uh, and, oh my god, is it adorable. Yeah, it's um, really good. It is so cozy. It's just kind of about the love of camping and, like, finding friends who like the same thing as you. The OST is 
ridiculously cozy. So mm-hmm. like if you just want like to chillax in your room, it's got like some of these kind of like Scottish like countryside like vibes to it. Um, but you know, it's definitely one. Weirdly, it's not a show I feel like I can binge, and I, I think you're yeah. The same I agree. Kind of I agree with you. Thought on it, but it's one of those ones that it's just nice to have in your back pocket where you're like. You know what? I just want to feel good tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it definitely fills that niche kind of well. And it makes me want to go camping. So yeah, you know, yeah. best boy glamping trip for sure. I'm down. <laughs> um, the other show I really want to talk about is Skate the Infinity. Now this is one from winter 2021 that like initially I had missed. Um, like I, you know, I had heard about it and whatnot, and I was like, oh, you know it. It looks interesting, but there were so many shows to check out until I saw this kind of video saying, like, hey, you should really check out um, Skate the Infinity. And I watched the first episode and was immediately hooked and watched the remaining nine episodes that were available, like, in less than 24 hours. The OP is so good. I love their little dance moves at the beginning. Um, And it just has... And this incredibly rich art style, some of the best character design I've seen in a while. Like, it's it's skateboarding, but anime skateboarding in the way that you want it to be, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's they do an unbelievable job animating the tricks and the board movements. Um, the character development's great. It's basically a must for anyone who loved playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater back in the day. Um, and if you're into pretty boys, it is nothing but pretty boys. There's almost no, like, female characters in the show. Uh, and they're just, like, it's... A quick 12 episodes, it, I don't think there's going to be a second season, um, but if if you, like, uh, enjoy that sort of thing, please check it out. You can burn through it really quickly. It's it's excellent. Justin, once you're off your uh, sports anime hiatus, I, I strongly <laughs> recommend you check it out. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to. I, you know, I like little skateboard. I like skateboarding just as some someone who watches it. I tried it when I was younger and concussed myself, so not really for <laughs> not really for me to do. But uh, yeah, I do I'm... like watching it. I like the culture around it. I love the music around it. Um, but yeah, moving on a little bit further, we're going to talk some about some ReZero. Now, we're not going to go super in-depth about it, because I actually want to do an episode on this show later. I feel that strongly about it. Um but I feel like a lot of people, uh, you know, I've seen I've seen a couple people talking about ReZero about how they they kind of they watched a couple episodes of the first season and then just dropped it and they're like, no, this is just really? isekai trash. And Interesting. I'm like, and you know, yeah, I I, I, I kind of understand it at, on one point because there is a lot of isekai fi- uh, fatigue, you know. I you know, it's also a very different time than when that first season aired. Yeah, like. I, I, at the time that first season aired, like, Sword Art Online was, like, yeah. the pinnacle yeah, yeah, of the yeah, Isekai. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Like, I, I want to encourage people who either watched it and just dropped it or people who just haven't picked it up because they're like, oh, it's just another Isekai. I want to encourage you to give it another chance because it's it's actually, you know, a really interesting exploration of, like, friendship and loss and mortality. Um and you know, I especially find having watched, having finished the the this most recent season, um, you know, a lot of moments really stick out in my head. There's, you know, I have a lot of uh, a lot of thoughts uh, 
about the kind of story beats that we see with this show. One of the one of the moments that really sticks out in my head that comes from uh, this most recent season uh, is Rosewall is kind of talking to um, to Subaru, and he's they're talking about how you know uh, Rosewall is talking about how important the people in his life are to him, and he's like, if I lost anyone, I would reduce the world to ashes. And like, what does that mean to a character who has to watch his friends die over and over and over again, and also die himself over and over and over again? So like I think it's a really it's a show with a really interesting premise that you may you might not necessarily get the nuances of on first blush. So like we are going to talk about I I believe it to be an S tier uh isekai. Um and I think uh there's definitely nothing else like it in no, that space. It's incredibly unique uh and definitely worth a listen. So if you've been sleeping on it or if you dropped it, I highly encourage you to pick it back up or give it a shot. Um yeah, that's all I have to say about ReZero for right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great show. I cannot wait for it to come back. We haven't had any sort of announcement yet. No, we? but it's going to. Yeah. It's, yeah, the just by virtue of the way the last episode ended, I think it'll... Yeah, hopefully it's just not as long as <laughs> it was between the first and second yeah, season. Yeah, that was a little too long. Um, we also wanted to uh, discuss... Uh, a little thing that happened in the real world and not the two-dimensional world. Yeah, the best boys went on a field trip. The best boys went on a field trip to uh, a store called Kinokuniya. Yeah, you may recognize that name. They are a chain. They do have other locations besides the one where we live. Um, but in case you're not familiar, Kinokuniya is a Japanese uh, bookstore. Um, they don't just sell Japanese books. Obviously, they sell, they're sell. they also just a regular bookstore, and they sell tons of manga. And just other random awesome stuff. I yeah. got this adorable like Shiba Inu um, uh, tote bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got uh, I got you know my manga fix. I, I grabbed a bunch of stuff. Uh, you oh, got yeah. some cool stuff too. Uh, over there, I got man. too much manga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was telling I was telling Best Boy Dan when we were on our way in. Like, yeah, the first time I came here, I spent like a hundred and thirty dollars, and then when we left, you were like, I spent like hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, in fairness, it was, you know, all on manga yeah. for the most part. And and, and, a, and, that and a Yu Yu Hakusho pin. Yeah, and and the Shiba Inu bag, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, um it's it's research for, for the show. Exactly. <laughs> no, I just you know, I, I'm really glad that uh, that places like this do exist because it can be difficult to find manga anywhere other than on Amazon. I don't like to buy from Amazon. Uh, I like to support local or local places. Like yeah. Uh, what's interesting to me is at first I was like, this place is is a little expensive for everything because you can definitely get stuff for cheaper. But yeah. what I noticed was when I peeled off the like um, price stickers is that it was all MSRP. Yeah. It was basically the suggested uh, retail cost. And, and honestly, like it is a little bit more expensive, but it was nice to A, support a local bookstore uh, and, and be to like actually know that that money is going to the, you know, people who make this. Yeah. You know? And also people who live in their community who are employed there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, highly recommend if you have one nearby you check it out. Uh, yeah. Or even if you don't check, but check out your local independent bookstore. So yeah. like, you know, before I, before I was going to Kino Kunia regularly, I would go to Greenlight Bookstore. Which is not a manga store by any means, mm-hmm. but if you ask them to, they will order stuff for you. So oh like, yeah, there's a there's a comic book store in our neighborhood that uh, the people there are like, yeah, if you want any kind of like manga, just let us know, we'll yeah. order it. So yeah, I just I guess I just wanted to encourage you, best buds out there, like 
you know, don't, don't don't necessarily think the only resource for you is Amazon. Go to your local bookstore, see yeah. what they'll do for you. Nine, I would say nine out of ten times, if they don't have it, they will order it for you. And they'll, you know, if you don't want to come pick it up, they'll ship it straight to your house. Yeah. Well, later in this episode, we'll give you an actual good reason to give Amazon some money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so. Yeah. But uh, that about does it for our, uh, our little update since our last episode. So I think uh, it's a good enough time to move straight into uh, Studio WEEB for some anime news. All right, so first up on anime news, we have the staff of Dr. Stone has announced that there will be a sequel centered around the Age of Exploration arc, which if you watch the final episode, you get a little bit of a teaser about that. Um, No details on the format, whether it'll be another season of the show or a movie or an OVA or something. Uh, No release date yet, of course, but uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for this one as uh, news comes out. Very excited for it. Show has been phenomenal. Yeah, I'm always down for more Dr. Stone. Uh, That's one I still need to catch up on this season. I'm still working through it. Yeah, it's it's been really good. Dr. Stone's next. Yeah. Um, Next up, we have anime studio Pine Jam has announced that they're working on an original anime called Do It Yourself. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, the plot centers around the daily lives of six high school girls as they face struggles working on DIY projects. Uh, And this is the kind of fluffy slice of slice of life that I'm always on the lookout for. This um, sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it looks so good. The concept artwork I've seen is giving me very heavy Yuru Camp vibes. Um, I'm I'm super into this. This is like the kind of stuff that I, this is my bread and butter. I love this stuff. Oh, for sure. I, I in another life, was a carpenter. So like, <laughs> I, I, this is... The problem with this show is it's going to make me want to like start doing like projects again. And yeah. <laughs> we're going to have like... You know, all new best boy podcast furniture and like I'm a matter all about of weeks. <laughs> we, we need to we need to spruce up uh, Studio WEEB here. It's it's looking a little sparse. Um, but yeah, no that that one I'm really excited for. That can't come soon enough. Yeah, I think it'll be really good. Uh, but uh, speaking of new things coming out, uh, Warner Brothers Japan has released a trailer for a Girls Frontline TV anime. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, Girls Frontline is a smartphone gotcha game similar to uh, Azure Lane or Kantai Collection, uh, but instead of ship girls, it's gun girls. Um, now, uh, gotcha games aren't really my thing. You do you do any gotcha games there, Best Boy Dan? Uh, I mean, I guess Pokemon Go. That's pretty yeah, much that's it. sort of a gotcha game. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, listeners of the podcast will will know that anime girls with guns are huge for me. <laughs> uh, so I did give the game a shot uh, back when I first found out about it. Didn't really do it for me. Um, but the uh, trailer for the show looks really good. Uh, I watched Concole and it was uh, just okay, but I'm pretty optimistic about this one. I think it might have an interesting story to tell. Um, and the show's going to be streaming globally sometime this year, but they haven't uh, given us a release date yet. That tells me probably most likely fall. Um, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah. Up next, we have Toho Studios announced that Netflix has signed a multi-year contract to lease two of its stage facilities in Tokyo. Uh, Netflix's first production there will be a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho series, which will stream worldwide. And I have thoughts on that. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. don't fuck up Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah. or I will come at you with pitchforks and fire. <laughs> yeah, how, how optimistic I am about Yu Yu Hakusho will depend on how well they do on Cowboy Bebop. I mean, listen, Cowboy Bebop holds a special place in my heart, but Yu Yu Hakusho, like, I will burn this mother down for that show. <laughs> <laughs> I need to finish Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh my god. Uh, well, the, maybe the, I'll, maybe that's what I'll watch work through on this the dark summer. tournament and Well, I already saw that. Yeah, yeah. I made it that. The part. rest is is okay. Gotcha. It's not as good as the dark tournament. 
Um, but still, wonderful show. Absolutely. Please don't mess it up, Netflix. Yeah. Um, we also, sadly, uh, wrapped up Jujutsu Kaisen's first season. What a wonderful first season. Mm, so uh, good. So that good. That last episode. Yeah. It, top to bottom. Great show. Great, you know, OPs, EDs, all that sort of stuff. The good news is that we are getting a Jujutsu Kaisen movie. It's going to be called Jujutsu Kaisen Zero or O or, you know, whatever they decide to loop, whatever. Yeah. It's going to be, um... It's a story centered around a high school student named Yuta, whose childhood friend has turned into a curse and won't leave him alone. Gojo, Gojo notices his plight and convinces Yuta, Yuta to enroll in Jujutsu Tech. Um, it seems as though it's going to be based off a prequel manga by the same name. And if that's true, we're going to get some welcome backstory to characters like Panda and Gojo. Yeah. So I, I'm super hyped about it. I just hope that it's not like a Mugen train where it means that we're going to get this like you know, 2022 and then season two and you know, yeah. 2023. But. I hope not. I hope they, 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 they monopolize on the hype they've created because this show has been, it's, it's been a standout. Yeah. I, it's, here's hoping we, yeah. we will see. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have, uh, next up on the anime news, we've got Funimation's acquisition of Crunchyroll from AT&T has hit a roadblock as the justice department has decided to extend their antitrust review of the proposed acquisition. Um, so basically the review is uh, trying to determine whether Sony would gain unfair dominance over the anime industry stateside. Um, it could take about six months to complete and an unfavorable ruling could kill the deal entirely. I have a lot of thoughts on this and I won't get too deep into my own political beliefs and antitrust and all that sort of stuff because right. we'll be here all day. Um, in general, I, I don't think it's a bad idea to at least take a look yeah. into antitrust, especially when we're talking about like having a hundred percent stake in the like North American anime streaming market. Yeah, because I mean we're we're gonna talk about the different streaming services a little later, but it's not gonna be a surprise to most casual consumers of anime that Funimation and Crunchyroll are the two major names. Especially if you're talking about like currently airing yeah. anime. Yeah. Um the only thing that upsets me about this is it I don't know where that leaves Crunchyroll Originals. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I want to see them kind of continue to adapt manwas. And, you know, I just like the fact that they're, you know, putting money into the production of new animes. So yep. hopefully that continues on. Um, but I think it's good to look into this because it is it is theoretically for consumers' protection. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Theoretically. <laughs> theoretically. Um, Moving on to some uh, some stuff that just wrapped up. Wonder Egg Priority will be getting a special edition broadcast yes. on MTV June 30th, uh, which will be a continuation of the anime's final episode and also serve as the story's ending. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's going to be the end of the story. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it could be. It could end in a good place. We'll have to see it, what what happens. It could. I think it also depends on how long the episode will be. Yeah, I think usually these special edition broadcasts are like at least an hour or more. That'd be um, great. So if it's like theatrical length, that would be great too. Because I feel. <laughs> I'm torn on it because it to it totally could have a full second season oh, from yeah. what they've set up, but it's been so solid so far that if they wrap it up in a great way, I'll love it as just a singular piece of entertainment. Yeah, and uh, Funimation confirmed that they'll be streaming the special ep uh, special edition of the broadcast. Um, so you know, Yay. definitely look forward to that. Uh, I hope they wrap the the show up in a nice way. It has been really really well done. Um, so I trust them. I trust that they're going to do good. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, um, they've also announced that there is going to be a Eurocamp movie yes. uh, for 2022. 
we got to catch up on the anime before that, but yeah, plenty uh, of time. you know, I'm excited. <laughs> I say More plenty of time, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the concept art that I saw looks really phenomenal. Um, there is a, a, a girl on a motorcycle. Oh, 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 yeah. So we don't really know anything about that yet, but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll super see. cub, yeah, super cub. <laughs> That's a little a little treat for you guys for the future. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to hit this one there, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, they announced a new My Hero Academia movie. Uh, it's called My Hero Academia the Movie World's Hero Mission. It's going to be the third My Hero movie. It will release Japan uh, August 6th. Um, According to Newsweek, speaking on the official Japanese website, the movie takes place during the Winter Hero Internships. A mysterious group called Humanize is out to annihilate individuality holders around the world. Individuality most likely means quirk. Um, Professional heroes from all over the world form the World Selection Hero Team, which includes Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki. Other members of UA High School will also join the initiative as they try to stop Humanize's plans. Uh, Humanize believes that generations of quirks have erased human history and think that quirks are a disease. Humanize have planted bombs all over the world in effort to eliminate uh, the quirk users. Uh, at one point during the film, there is an incident outside of the country that involves Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki, which is likely the cause of a giant mass murder that the trailer uh, teases. So this is going to get real. Um, the the site also states that Humanize uh, gives the world a two-hour time limit to meet their demands, or they'll set off all the bombs. Uh, it's going to be helmed by creator uh, Kohei Hira. Horikoshi? Good enough. Hey, close. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about it. I've only had great experiences going to watch the My Hero movies. For the most part, the last one that we saw was a little. I did the ending. They're not winning Academy Awards, no. but the viewing experience yeah, the viewing is experience just is a blast. Yeah. Like the audience for those movies are great, and I hope that it's something that we can do safely then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope we can we can all see that in theaters safely. Um, um, vaccinated and socially distanced. Yeah. Uh, and we discussed this a little bit later. I just want to add a little bit of information to it. Um, the Attack on Titan continuation. Yes. Uh, all we know so far is that it's going to at least have episode number 17. And that episode is titled Judgment. Yeah. I would actually not be super surprised to see them do a second mini core. I hope so. So I wouldn't be surprised like a, to see them do like an up to like 22 or 23. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be fine. Uh, or if they did like a theatrical length episode 17, that would be cool too. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. We'll get more information as the year goes on. Yeah. But finally, wrapping up anime news here. This is a little bit anime adjacent, but uh, Los Angeles Angels player Shote, uh, Shohei Otani um, appeared as a designated hitter in his first Major League Baseball match of this season. And his walk in song caused a stir by revealing his fondness for anime by playing the opening beats of the Jujutsu Kaisen ED Lost in oh, Paradise. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, this is actually really cool. I, I actually saw the video for this, it was so hype. Um, but, uh, you know, Sho, uh, Shohei Otani, he's a player that I really highly respect. I'm not a huge fan of the Angels, but like, he is one of the very few major league players left who can pitch 
and also bat. Mm. So he actually set an American League record uh, this past Sunday by not only serving as starting pitcher, but also hitting a home run in the same uh, baseball game. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, Shohei Otani is super popular in uh, Japan. He was actually referenced in um, the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, Koshien episode. Oh, cool. Yeah, they, they uh, the... Um, the, the writer of Jujutsu Kaisen is actually a huge fan of baseball and Shohei Otani. That makes um, sense that they'd have that episode then. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, it's anime adjacent, but I saw it and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's, so, you know. That works. Uh, that's good enough. Yeah, let's talk about it. I love it. that story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, best buds out there, what are your thoughts about the uh, Crunchyroll Funimation merger? How did you feel about the ending of Promised Neverland? Uh, let us know. You can send us an email at thebestboyspod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at bestboys underscore pod. Uh, also, we'd love to see your fan art if that's a thing you do. So show us. Uh, we'll we'll post it to the socials if you want us to. But, you know, if you draw cool things, we want to see them. So yeah, uh, whatever Whatever kind of art you do, we'd love to hear about. Absolutely. Uh, and why don't you uh, go ahead and introduce our main feature for this episode, Best Boy Dan? Yeah. So today uh, we're going to be talking about uh, ways to legally stream anime. Um, we've kind of gone through all of the various streaming services. I, I will kind of point out a couple of things to note. Uh, one, this is uh, from our uh, experience here in yes. the United States. Um, so this may not translate to everyone, but the kind of way that we work around it for our international audience is that VPNs are a thing. Yeah. Um, so some of that you can extrapolate, um, but otherwise, you know, if, if that doesn't, uh, correlate to anything in your neck of the woods, uh, we're also going to be kind of like talking about some of the shows on the various platforms. So there will be a little bit of information there for everyone. Absolutely. Um, also, we're going to discuss, like, costs of plans. Obviously, that's uh, from this point in time and only directly through the streaming subscriptions uh, provider. Uh, we're not, you know, if you subscribe through uh, your iPhone or, you know, Google Play or anything like that, we're not talking about any of those rates or any, like, special, like, Black Friday deals or anything like that. Yeah. Um, because there's definitely some out there. That's how I have Hulu for two dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you can get that like little shady backroom deal if you know how to if you know how to look for it. Yeah. So if you get any of those, just you know, hop on them. These are all the the base prices. Um, so I I think that it's worth talking a little bit just to kind of about the landscape of like streaming services because it it is still a relatively like new way of consuming anime like back yeah. when we were growing up it was pretty much you caught it on tv or you recorded it on vhs yep. or you like went to a video store and like purchased dvds yeah absolutely <laughs> and like hoped they were good or vhs if you're or, if you're nasty or vhs <laughs> if you're nasty um you couldn't even like really torrent things like it would take a day to torrent like a five minute like anime yeah. music video. Yeah, I mean uh, I, I remember a time before torrenting even really. So yeah. like I remember getting anime DVDs from Netflix, like yeah. mailed to my apartment. <laughs> I remember having to watch Gundam Wing on Toonami and if I missed an episode That was it. I, you, you, you don't get ever you get had, to see it. You had to wait until it like looped back around. Yeah. The, your only other alternative would be to like stay up until two in the morning to see mm -hmm. if it if it was uh if it if happened it, to yeah, to re to recap that. Yeah, episode. you check your uh tv guide to see what was up so now that we've which dated used to be on paper by the way <laughs> oh my god now that we've dated ourselves enough uh for this um, in my day. 
What I will say is, uh, since the internet has gotten better and streaming has become more of a thing, one of the biggest things that has kind of changed the scape of the anime streaming services a few years back, Funimation and Crunchyroll actually struck a deal that mm. allowed each other to kind of share in some of their back catalog. So it used to be way more segmented back in yeah. the day. Like, so this whole like streaming wars between, you know, like Disney Plus and Netflix and like HBO Max, all that sort of stuff. This is nothing new in the anime world. And it used to be way more segmented. But a few years back, they struck the deal. And so now, even if you have one streaming service, like, you can get a lot of content that's available on other ones as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think we're going to start it off with probably the most recognizable one. Uh, and that, I think so, yeah. Yeah, and that is Crunchyroll. Now, Crunchyroll, you have a few different options uh, in terms of purchasing it. Uh, Best Boy Justin, I think you do the, like, 90-day deal, which yeah, is twenty two ninety nine a month. Right? Yeah, I don't I don't know that that's actually still available. <laughs> I, when, when, well, the thing is, when I was looking for it for information for this episode, I wasn't able to find it on their oh, website. yeah, so that's gone, so that's gone. But but I still have it because I haven't canceled my subscription. Well, so I pay twenty two ninety nine every three months. I don't know if you can still do that. If you still can, do it. It's a good deal. Yeah. Um, but uh, generally... So, so generally, uh, there's basically three tiers available. There's uh, the fan tier, the mega fan tier, and the ultimate fan tier and they are $7.99, $9.99, and $14.99 respectively. Now they all feature no ads, unlimited access to the Crunchyroll library, new episodes one hour after Japan, access to digital manga, which I have to check out. I didn't know Crunchyroll had yeah. a manga library. Yeah, they, and the manga library is actually not terrible. Oh, good to know. Um, on the fan tier, you can only stream on one device at a time. On the mega fan tier, you can stream on up to four devices at a time. And the ultimate fan tier, you can stream on six devices at a time. I also suspect this might be the issue that we've been seeing with like yeah. logging out of Crunchyroll. I think I think it's not even necessarily that you can stream on one device at a time. I think you can only be logged yeah. in on one device at a time. So that's speculation. We don't know for sure. But that's what it seems like might be going on. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's it for the fan tier. Now, starting with the mega fan and ultimate tier, you additionally get offline viewing, which honestly, for in some ways, can be uh, uh, like a value add. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have a long commute, if you ride the subway. Yeah, I used to I used to ride the subway for about uh, an hour to and from work, and offlining videos was my saving grace. Yeah. Um, it also gives you first access to special Crunchyroll Expo events and lotteries starting in 2021, we assume. Yeah. Um, the uh, Mega Fan, the $9.99 tier, gives you $15 off a $100 purchase in the Crunchyroll store every three months, where the Ultimate Fan tier gives you $25 off every $100 purchase. Uh, and finally, the ultimate fan tier also includes an annual swag bag and access to an exclusive limited run He-Man Nendroid figure. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, if we're just looking at these tiers, like, unless you're spending a ton of money in the Crunchyroll store and you have to have that swag bag and He-Man Nendroid figure, like, I don't see a, a reason to do the ultimate fan. Yeah. The mega fan, I can see with, like, being able to stream with four devices if you're going to share it among you and your friends. Yeah. Um, and then also having the offline viewing. But otherwise, the fan uh, tier has pretty much all you need. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say this. Um, you know, I have the I have the fan level, the, the, uh, the $7.99 a month one. And I share, um, you know, I share my account between our living room TV 
And then also my sister and brother-in-law, they use it to watch their shows. They don't use it very often, but... And also my, my friend Rebecca um, also occasionally uses it so that she can watch anime with her, uh, with her daughter. Um, and we've never run into any issues where it's, like, kicked one of us off the other. Yeah. So, like, it, it's it's usable. Um, maybe mega fan. I can see how that kind of makes sense if you have a, a circle of friends you all want to yeah. split it. Like, each of you pays, like, $2 each month, and then you all have, like, four devices at a time. Um, yeah. That's something I could see, you know, the being realistic. Ultimate fan, I'm not a huge, like, yeah. <laughs> figures. Like, I don't need the, the super swag. Like, you know, I don't... I can see who it's for. It's just not me. Yeah. Um, one of the other great things that Crunchyroll has is it's Crunchyroll Originals. Yes. And, and this is something I really appreciate because anytime a company is actually like putting money into the industry is promoting the creation of new art. Like yeah. that's a good thing. Absolutely. And most of the Crunchyroll Originals have been really good. Yeah. Um, so some of the ones we have on the list is uh, God of High School, Tower of God, Inspector, Fly Me to the Moon. My favorite. Uh, and So I'm a Spider, So What? And I, I will highly recommend Tower of God, Tonokawa, Fly Me to the Moon, and So I'm a Spider, So What? Yeah, anyway. Spider has been really good. So I'm a Spider, So What? So What? So what? We're walking over <laughs> we're here. Walk, we're walking here, we're talking here, we're a spider. Uh, yeah, so Spider <laughs> is great. I actually forgot that that was a Crunchyroll original. Um, yeah, I can't believe it. Um, also from the people who made the the crappy Berserk, so there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. But a, an actually good show. Yeah. Um, what I will also note is that Crunchyroll has really been stepping up their dub game, too. Yes, um, they have. So I'm watching the Science Fell in Love. Um, so we tried to prove oh, it. Oh, how do you like it so far? The dub. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. And it's nice to like, that is now my, like, I'm doing chores and I need to listen to kind of show. And it's great for that because yeah. it's all like science talk all the time. Um, though I do have to make sure to turn my head to catch when her like hair is wagging. Oh like my God, tail. her ponytail <laughs> wag. I, I love that so much. Um, just also in terms of exclusives, like Crunchyroll has a ridiculous amount. Um, I, I can't even go through no, all of them. No, there's no way we could read this Um, I'll, I'll let you pick out a couple of the, the Gundams that are in here that I think that it would be worth checking out, but some, some ones right off the bat that are really worth checking out. A Place Further Than the Universe, it's, uh, cute girls, uh, going to Antarctica, uh, Ace of the Diamond, which I've talked about previously on the podcast, um, just a stellar baseball uh, uh, anime. Another um, is another great show. Ascendance of a Bookworm mm. um, is just uh, a wonderful like fantasy story. Um, GTO the Animation or Great Teacher Onizuka uh, is like a classic comedy show. Um, Haikyuu, um, it has pretty much like all the newer seasons you can only watch on there. Um, so if you need your volleyball fix, that's the place to go. Um, keep your hands off Isaacun, which is one of our favorite shows from last year. Eurocamp or laid back camp, which we talked about earlier in this episode. Slam Dunk, the original like basketball animes on there. Yoamushi Pedal, the bicycling anime I got into. They also have, uh, various Yu-Gi-Oh's. They have various Mobile Suit Gundams. Mm. They have My Next Life as a Villainous, Naruto. Like... I will jump in here real quick to say that their, um, Mobile Suit Gundams are actually not Crunchyroll exclusive. Oh no, lies. Yeah, those, uh, <laughs> uh, um, Hulu has almost the entire, uh, Gundam library. Okay. Um, I think maybe, uh, Gundam Unicorn, RE0096 may be Crunchyroll exclusive. Uh, but everything else is definitely also on Hulu. 
Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, some other some other shows that uh, that I wanted to to mention uh, real quick that are Crunchyroll originals. Um, or not originals, Crunchyroll exclusive. Uh, Full Metal Panic um, is a pretty interesting um, shonen mech anime that I definitely recommend. Uh, I'm actually uh, reading the manga for it right now. Um, and uh, Steins Gate. Steins Gate uh, zero. zero. So this is the sequel. Yeah, yeah it is definitely worth a watch. Usagi Drop, do not watch it. <laughs> do not watch it. Because it's a really, really great show, but then when you learn about the manga, you will yep. be unhappy um but overall you know crunchyroll has an incredibly deep catalog of exclusives um like it it, i i think it probably has more than it has more than funimation for almost for sure right i think yeah a little bit more for sure um Um, it's i i think it also has the mind share when i think of anime streaming services i think of crunchyroll first and foremost always yeah um but yeah, uh, the really the only competitor to that would be Funimation. You should be watching. Yeah. Um, do you want to go over the tiers of Funimation? Yeah, play, so, yeah, I'll go over Funimation real quick. Also, one thing to keep in mind as we're talking about Crunchyroll and Funimation is that they do also have free tiers. Now, yes. their free tiers are ad-supported, so there mm. are commercials, and there are parts of the library that are not open to free users. Mm-hmm. And generally, that is the currently running anime and stuff that's, like, super-duper popular. They'll also, like, limit it. Like, uh, you know, they'll only let you see, like, up to the third most recent episode yeah. of a, a currently running show. Sometimes. I know some of the currently running shows they'll do where, like, you can watch an episode two weeks after it airs. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's something to consider. You, you you don't have to pay money to watch anime on these services, but you can't always get everything. Yes. Um, but, yeah, go, moving on to Funimation. Funimation has three paid plans similar to Crunchyroll's. Um, we've got the premium for $5.99 a month or $59.99 for the year. Premium Plus, which is $7.99 for the month or $79.99 for the year. And Premium Plus Ultra. Plus Ultra. <laughs> For $99.99 a year. Uh, and I'm just going to go through the um, through them one by one. For premium, you've got uh, no ads, which is good. That's uh, uh, You've got subs and dubs. You get both of them for the, full, for, the, for the full premium membership. And you can have up to two simultaneous streams with your premium membership here. Uh, whereas when you move on to premium plus, you get everything else I just mentioned, plus uh, an additional three uh, to make a total of five simultaneous, uh, simultaneous streams. Additionally to that, you have the ability to download episodes for offline viewing. You get access to members-only events, early access to uh, special Funimation shop sales, uh, free shipping on orders in the shop over $20, and you also get access to members-only offers. Now, for the Premium Plus Ultra, um, you get, uh, in addition to everything I just mentioned uh, for Premium Plus, you get free shipping on all orders from the Funimation store, uh, an annual anniversary gift, and two free rentals per year. Uh, now that is uh, Funimation also does movie uh, anime movie rentals like you get like uh, Promare um, stuff like that. Um, so if you're a Premium Plus Ultra member, you can get two of those rentals for free. Um, I see. You know, basically these tiers are fairly similar to Crunchyroll. You get more simultaneous streams at the base level uh, with Funimation than you do with Crunchyroll. Um, but again, I think the tiers, uh, in, in as far as we're talking about who they make sense for. 
uh, largely line up the same way they do with Gwen yeah. Roll. It's one of those things where like if you need more streams and you need to be able to offline episodes, then go for that middle tier. Yeah, uh, and maybe unless you're like a mega fan that's actually like purchasing like stuff from Funimation. Yeah, then, if you're buying then, from the store, you know, if you if you rent these movies a lot, because like um, if you order something once a month from the Funimation store, even once a quarter, I could see how that shipping could add up to $20. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I'm just not that person. No, me neither. Um, but, you know, some things that we, we, we want to keep in mind when we talk about Funimation, um, Funimation has an incredibly robust simul-dub program. Yeah. What that means is that they are, as the episodes come out, they are dubbing them into English. Um, they tend they, to release them fairly quickly. They used to do it day and date, and then it became no, too much. that's too much, yeah. Yeah, it became too much, and, and now it's usually like a two-week lag, sometimes a three- or four-week lag. Yeah. And the, sometimes the they more, just dub it after the season airs. Yeah, for the more popular shows, they still do them like only a couple days. Yeah. I think it's like three days, four days. Like, Haremia is up to episode seven now. Yeah, they're doing pretty whatever they're doing reason. Pretty well. Uh, the quality of these dubs can be hit or miss because you know even if they're even if they're only doing like a week or two behind, still rushing, you know, still rushing to get them out. Um, but if you prefer dubs and you want to watch the current season of anime, Funimation is your bet. Yeah. Um, Though they also do just have like uh, some like you know Funimation exclusives as well. They do. Uh, yeah. That are some, sub too. Yeah. Some of those, as you know, speaking of Funimation exclusives. They do have a lot of very interesting ones that are available only on um, Funimation. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, we've got Other Side Picnic and Wonder Egg Priority from this season, which were mm-hmm. both phenomenal. Um, Kimono Jihen, Skate the Infinity, Log Horizon. Um, you get Assassination Classroom, which that one's actually not a Funimation exclusive. Oh, that's yeah, on Hulu that's on as well. Too. Though they do have all of the dot .hack, like, things. Yes. And if, if you are unfamiliar with dot .hack, this is, like the original I don't know if it's the original isekai but to me it's the original isekai yeah it it aired back on like Toonami or Midnight Run like back in the day but it it's the same idea of like being trapped in the video game and like your life depending on it but like everything gets all corrupted and stuff uh, great OST worth checking out yeah you also get uh, Azure Lane which is the one that we mentioned earlier based on the gacha game um there is a uh, Dragon Ball Z, GT, and Kai. Are yeah. those actually Funimation those? Exclusives? Those are, uh, from what I understand, they're exclusives. Though I think maybe Hulu might have them, but I I know that Super is not an exclusive. But I think some at least like Kai and stuff might be. Gotcha. Yeah, and also a couple other big names. How heavy are the dumbbells that you lift? Which That's... is a, a great show if you're looking at some motivation to lose some like some COVID weight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one, uh, you know, one of the things, uh, Uzaki-chan, that's the other, the other big one that I wanted to mention. Yep. Uh, one of the things that I'm, you know, noticing as I, as I do read this list, they do share a, a lot of, um, anime with the Hulu yeah. selection, which yeah. is interesting. Um, um, this is also where you can go for like Steins Gate. Uh, Summer Wars is on here, which is a great anime movie if you haven't seen it. It's yeah. kind of like... Very similar story to the um, first Digimon movie, mm. where it's like basically war games, but um, but an anime movie. Yeah, Steins Gate uh, also on Hulu, by the way. Yes. Uh, so yeah, some of these you might be able to find on Hulu. Um, we also have uh, Parasite, Outlaw Star, Lucky Star, uh, and Trigun. Um, Trigun also on Hulu. Well, there you go. <laughs> Lots of Hulu doubles, but these are all great shows to check out um, on on Funimation if you have it. Yeah. 
Um, you want to go over VRV real quick? This is one you're familiar with. I'm less so. Yeah, I had VRV at one point. Um, VRV is a very interesting service. So there's no real tiers to it. It's $9.99 uh, per month. It is um, ad-free. It is a conglomeration of multiple streaming services. Um, so it gives you channels such as Cartoon Hangover, Crunchyroll, with some exclusions applying. Um, and it basically gives you the $7.99 tier. Um, High Dive, uh, which we're going to talk about in a second, Mondo, Rooster Teeth, and VRV Select. Um, really, the important thing to know about VRV is it, it essentially is a way to get Crunchyroll and High Dive together for $9.99. It also gives you offlining support. Um, so if you just need like that ability, you know, rather than give Crunchyroll $10 a month, you could give it to VRV and get High Dive um, as an add-on. Uh, and we should discuss what High Dive is, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that's like, I've never heard of High Dive. But it is an anime streaming service. Um, it is, if you buy it on its own, which I don't know why you would, um, it's $4.99 a month or $47.99 per year. Um, it has a lot of like shows, du like dubbed versions on it. Yeah. Um, it, in terms of exclusives, uh, it has Armored Trooper Votoms, uh, Big O, and basically a bunch of like OVAs. So they have like the Girls in Panzer OVA, Elfin Laid, um, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? So this is like a great place to go. Uh, for like hard to find OVAs, especially, you know, I think really the selling point for this is like an add on to VRV. Yeah, I think, yeah, like you said, the, the, the fact that they have a lot of these OVAs that you just can't find anywhere else is more of a selling point for getting the VRV combo than it is for just getting high dive. Uh, unless, I don't know, for, for whatever reason, you don't want the Crunchyroll library, but you still want high dive. Um, but yeah, like definitely I'm going to be checking out the Gross and Ponzer OVAs. Uh, because I haven't been able to find them anywhere. And then when I saw them on this list, I was like, oh, okay, well, yep. there goes my there, That's where they are. They're, yeah. they're hidden in High Dive. Yep. So if, yeah, if, if there's something that you're looking for that you're like, oh, I can't find that anywhere, maybe check High Dive. They might have it. <laughs> um, that pretty much does it for the, like, specific anime streaming services. Yeah. Um, minus... 2B TV, but we're going to kind of talk about that one at the end. Yeah. Um, up next, we're going to kind of talk about bigger streaming services that you've almost definitely heard of um, that also feature anime content in addition to other things. The first one, it's a little known service you may have heard of called Netflix. <laughs> um, I actually have a lot to say about Netflix because much like Crunchyroll, they've been doing the thing where they're actually like putting money into developing new anime. So yes. Netflix has its own originals. They also buy the licenses for shows that they kind of brand as their own originals. So like uh, Kaki Guri is a really good example of that, which uh, is like this really great like betting anime. It's very intense. Um, but like that was a show that Netflix didn't produce, but they put the money behind to have it be a Netflix original, which is basically their exclusive streaming right thing. Yeah. Um, I would say like just in terms of like overall deals, like outside of just anime in general, like Netflix is one of the best places you could put your money just to have content. Yes and no. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about where I disagree a little later on. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, just to go over like the kind of like plan pricing, um, you have the basic, the standard, and the premium, which are eight ninety nine, thirteen ninety nine, and seven seventeen ninety nine respectively. 
Um, the big difference is being that on basic, you can only uh, watch on one screen at a time and you can only have one uh, device with downloads on it at a time. Standard for $13.99, that bumps up to two screens and two downloadable devices at a time. And premium goes up to four screens and four downloadable devices at a time. Everything gives you unlimited movies and TV shows, the ability to watch on any device. Um, this is where the tiers get really interesting, though. Yeah, and is this that, is the part where I disagree with you a little bit. Yeah, that HD uh, is only available starting at the standard program, and that's specifically talking about 1080p, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so anything, you know, if you get the basic uh, package, you're only going to be able to stream at what? 720. Four, 720, probably. maybe. It depends on how they define HD. It might be 480. It depends on also, I think, your your internet connection. Right. Uh, um, and then Ultra HD is only available on uh, the $18 tier, which is 4K. So if you want that 4K content, you, you, you're you paying 18 bucks a month for yeah, it. Yeah, and this is the part where I, I, I kind of have a bone to pick with Netflix, because like, I feel like if you're paying for a streaming service, HD should be the base level. Yeah. Everyone watches in HD. <laughs> Nobody yeah. watches in 480 or 720 unless. I mean, they're on the only phone. putting the basic tier in there to say like, "Hey, look, we have it," but literally, yeah. no one's going to be getting that. I, I, you know, that's that. That's why I, you know, I have a bone to pick with Netflix. Give us HD for for, yeah. for nine dollars a month. Give us HD, <laughs> for sure. Um, now, Netflix has uh, some a pretty stacked lineup of original anime. I will say too, like it's, you know. It is a kind of Netflix jail of sorts, um, especially on things that air in Japan. Like right now, Shaman King is airing in Japan, um, but we won't see that here until some when Netflix decides that it wants to put it out here. Yeah. Um, but they have uh, original shows like uh, Agretzko, which is a great workplace comedy. Um, B Stars, um, Carolyn Tuesday, yes. which is which is one of our favorite animes it is if you haven't watched it it's from uh the um cowboy bebop creator mm -hmm. also um, samurai shampoo also samurai shampoo also space dandy um it's basically about making music in the future where ai makes all the music but uh it's about these two girls who want to make it themselves and there's a space trump in it um, yes there is a space <laughs> trump. uh it, it's a it, very interesting story uh devil man cry baby which has won nothing but awards um people love that show kakiguri which i talked about um this is a place to go for seven deadly sins uh which justin i don't think you, best boy justin i don't think you've seen that show. no i haven't um, it, it's, you know, if you're into the shonen world, it's, it's not a bad one, uh, to check out. Um, they're going to have Shaman King, um, if you can get your hands on it. Yeah. Um, not till later this year. Yeah. Ultraman, uh, Violet Evergarden, which I'm very interested in checking out as well. Yeah. I've heard great things about Violet Evergarden. All I know is that she's got like a robot arm and she writes letters, but, yeah. uh, but people love it. I do those things. <laughs> and it's got a, uh, it's got like a, a movie and whatnot. Um, Apparently it'll break your heart. That's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> uh, also, they're getting uh, Way of the House Husband, which I think comes out tomorrow. Uh, no, Way of the House Husband. Actually, yes, Way of the House Husband does start tomorrow. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. Yeah, I'm super um, excited about that. And then uh, Yasuke. 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 Yeah, Yasuke will start um, on the 28th. Oh, if I right, correctly. that show. Um, um, do you want to give a little synopsis of that one? Because that actually looks really interesting. Um, yeah, so Yasuke is kind of about uh, it's it's it it takes place in like an alternate history universe where like it's the 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 feudal era in Japan, but 
with like mechs and magic and like uh, sci-fi elements to it. And it centers around this character named Yasuke, who is a, a real historical figure from uh, Japan, who is basically uh, the only samurai of African descent in Japan. Who uh, I don't, I'm not 100% familiar with all of the history, but somehow ended up in Japan and in the service of Oda Nobunaga. Um, it looks like it's going to be really good. Uh, I, I can't wait for it. I'm super excited. I was actually very surprised. We, we were, you know, when we were going over the My Anime list uh, entries for this next season of anime, this one wasn't on there. It was one that yeah. I actually caught later on when I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like wait a minute, Yasuke's coming out this season. Why isn't, why doesn't My Anime list have this listed for, yeah. uh, for this season? But uh, yeah, so something definitely to keep your eyes out for. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. And if you're just looking for like shows to watch because Netflix is the only thing you have and you want anime shows, these are not uh, exclusive to anime, uh, to Netflix. Um, but they have a, just a killer lineup of like catalog shows. Like you can watch Robotech on there, Kill the Kill which is an excellent trigger show uh, if you like studio trigger um yeah. not trigger in, in, i mean there are triggering things i suppose if you know scantily clad people are triggering to you um Gurren Lagan is there death note which is a classic your lion april which is basically if, a fault in your stars yeah. the anime if you, if you want to be sad for <laughs> it's a week. it's really good it's soul so eater good. which best boy justin you need to check out um Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, yeah, they got all of, of those in there recently. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, Oran High School Host Club is like a great like reverse harem show. Um, March comes in like a lion, which, oh my God, we've talked about previously on the podcast before, but it, the longer it sits with me, the more that becomes one of my favorite shows. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can also catch up on Hunter x Hunter there, Inuyasha, Fate Zero, and Kaon. So, like, there is, oh my god, there's even more. JoJo's on there, One Piece, Cells at Work, uh, Clan Ad, Haikyuu, um, Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, like... Attack on Titan, some of the older seasons. You can watch Food Wars or Parasite on there. There's there's a lot. If all you have is Netflix, like, and you haven't watched all of those, then you have more content to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess, do you want to move straight into Amazon Prime? Yeah, so the an interesting thing about Amazon Prime is that the anime section actually used to be called Anime Strike. So it was kind of this like sectioned off piece of Amazon Prime that you would pay extra money on top of your Prime subscription to get. And I forget how much it was, but it was like five bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. But it was like universally hated by the community because it's like we're already paying for Amazon Prime and now you have a paywall just to get like the one like really good exclusive you snatched up this season. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> Amazon Prime is like really good at grabbing like one yeah, anime you one. have to see each season. And I usually end up not seeing it. <laughs> um, and what I will say is that like, you know, at least here in America, a ton of people have Amazon Prime. So if this is something you're already paying for, you know, like make use of it, like, you know, get, get that, get that money. Um, basically after uh, Amazon Strikes closure, um, a lot of the stuff that they had went to High Dive, 
um, and was kind of distributed out to a lot of uh, the other streaming services, except for every once in a while they'll still get like uh, just an Amazon Prime exclusive. Yeah, um, which some of them are big names. Some of them are huge names, like Made in Abyss is one of the exclusives. Which, which if you haven't watched, you need to do uh, I If you are ready to be traumatized by what seems like a very cute show about two kids exploring a magical hole in the ground, like... And turns to be one of the most dark, like, horrifying things you've ever seen. Like, it's a great show. Yeah. Um, Finland Saga, which I definitely need to pick up. That's a show I yeah. started to watch, but realized it was one I need to binge. It's one everyone's been telling me to watch that it's, I just have put from off. From what I've seen, time, it's but... really good, though. Um, Recreators on there. I know Best Boy Jamie's a big fan of Kabaneri of the Iron Fortress. Um, Inuyashiki, which I've heard really good things about, um, it's kind of about like an old man cyborg, um, who has to fight like another cyborg. It looks pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, just on top of that, they have a, a pretty decent catalog of like older shows too. Like this is a good place. Like if all you have is Amazon prime, you can go see girls last tour, uh, great teacher Onizuka, uh, elf and lead, uh, Wotakoi, I think, is also uh, an exclusive. No, no? Wotakoi is not exclusive. No, well, um, you can find but, it elsewhere. But that is a wonderful rom com about yeah. like adult nerds dating that is worth checking out. It's um, one of my favorite. Uh, like when I talk to people who are like, ah, I really like romance anime, but like it's all about it's all takes place in high school. I always push them to watch Wotakoi yeah, no. because all of my friends are nerds so they'll all relate to it yeah and also it's just a good show in general well it's just about weebs dating like yeah. what could be better and and it's like adults so they they tell adult stories yeah. it's not like you know we held hands yeah yeah, yeah. it's a yeah it's <laughs> they a go out drinking and stuff yeah they go on drinking parties they have they have the same kind of insecurities and hang-ups that adults have so it's it's definitely it's one of the the shows that i push people towards who are complaining about high school romance yeah um justin you want to go over hulu next yeah let's talk about hulu so hulu is actually one of my favorites um when it comes to regular streaming services that have anime um, because they do have a very very deep anime collection uh and this was uh hulu was actually how i first started watching anime when i started watching again as an adult um because i didn't have crunchyroll funimation anything like that but i saw these kind of anime titles on hulu and i was like oh okay hulu has anime i'll watch some anime and that's that's where it all started and now we're here <laughs> and now we're here uh, <laughs> mistakes hulu, were made yeah mistakes were made hulu has four uh different tiers um, but they, they are kind of radically different and kind of separated into two. Um, so the first is your basic Hulu uh, account, five ninety nine a month, ad-supported. You get access to the full streaming library. This is what I have. That's what Dan has. Also, like, just side note, uh, for the last two years, I've paid $2 a month for Hulu in this tier because every Black Friday, they have a sign-up deal. So yeah. once that comes around next year, like hop on that because yeah. two dollars a month is like too cheap not to get it remind me about that because what i will say about this tier is i don't like ads so at six dollars a month i'm not gonna pay that to ha also have ads sure. but at two dollars yeah month, absolutely i will pay that yeah, to yeah. Have ads. it's like you can pay ten dollars a month more to not have ads yeah and like i pay for youtube premium because i hate ads but mm -hmm. like i would not pay ten dollars extra for Hulu without ads. Yeah, so that that leads us into our next uh, uh, tier here. We've got Hulu with no ads, which is twelve dollars a month, ad free. 
Also access to the full streaming library. This is the one that I have because I cannot do the ads. But like I said, this next coming Black Friday, I will no longer <laughs> have that because $2 is too good to pass up. Um, moving on from there, you have Hulu Plus Live TV, which uh, is $65 a month, ad supported. So there are ads on this one. Huh. Um, you get access to the full streaming library, but also 65 plus live and on-demand TV channels. You can watch on two screens simultaneously, and you get 50 hours of cloud DVR. Um, so this is more like a traditional cable subscription. Um, the the next one up from there is your Hulu with no ads plus live TV, uh, which is $71 a month, ad-free. You get the full library. You get the live channels. You can watch on two screens, and you get the 50 hours of cloud DVR. Again, this is basically like your regular cable subscription, but the Hulu that you get with it also has no ads. Obviously, the live TV, live TV has ads. There's no way around it. That's just how live TV is. Yeah. Um, so basically, you're paying the extra $5 a month to not have ads on your Hulu streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's that. I don't think t- too many people are super interested in the Hulu with live TV. I know I'm not. Uh, I don't watch much live TV. Um, but, you know, for between between 6 and $12 a month, you get your Hulu streaming service. Hulu does have some of its own, like, Hulu original programs. They're generally not stuff that I watch. They have, like, a lot of... Um, they have Letterkenny, which is They not, have Letterkenny, Which yes. is not anime, but we are a huge fan of. Yeah. Uh, I but, would watch the Letterkenny anime. Yeah, oh, man, that would be great. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, just, it'd be a shonen with Wayne as the strongest person in his town because... Oh, my God. Uh, million dollar idea yeah if you're if you work for letter kenny hit us up we got <laughs> ideas um no but like uh, you you get their their hulu originals are mostly like um what's it called like reality shows or like yeah. like dramas and though stuff they like do that. have decadence yes decadence is the anime exclusive that we were able to find i don't think they have any other anime exclusives decadence was good worth watching if you have the hulu subscription probably not worth getting the subscription just to watch it um, but if you have it, give it a shot. Uh, but they do also have a pretty deep, uh, non-exclusive uh, list of anime. and it, it seems to be pretty much just like the kind of like popular titles. It has the popular titles, but it also has a lot of the older shows. Uh, for example, you have almost the entire main Gundam library here. So you have Gundam Double Zero, mm-hmm. Wing, 8th MS Team, IBO, Gundam The Origin... Uh, you don't have a lot of the more niche Gundam shows, but really you can't find those streaming anywhere. You have to get them from shady places. Um, but you also get Fire Force. You yeah, get so there are Drive. some like newer shows on here too, which yeah. is important to call out. Like you, you get Fire Force as it's airing. Yeah, you get One Piece as it's airing too. I'm pretty sure. Same yep. with My Hero. Um, they have JoJo, Cowboy Bebop. You got the back episodes of Attack on Titan. Um, you get, you know, you got Cowboy Bebop. You also get, uh, you know, Samurai Champloo. You get Black Clover. I think that's coming out as it uh, as mm-hmm. it currently airs on Hulu. Yep. Um, you get Girls in Ponzer, Naruto, you know, Space Dandy, Spice and Wolf. You get Psychopaths, which is a great anime you should check out. Madoka Magica. They have a pretty deep anime catalog. It's definitely worth checking out. Um you know, if you already have, or if you know someone who has a Hulu login and you want to watch anime, it's a good, you know, it's a good way to go. Yeah. Um, and then one of the last ones we have to talk about um, is HBO Max, which is not necessarily one I would say like get for anime, but it's like one of those ones that if you have, like there's some anime stuff on it. Yeah. Um, it's $14.99 a month or included for free with HBO subscribers. Right. Which I will say, if, if you're only looking for anime, that's a lot. 
Maybe, yeah. Maybe you don't push this one. For sure. Um, but they do have some great stuff. I think later tonight I'm going to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. I'm excited about that. Godzilla! <laughs> um, they have like a weird kind of thing with Crunchyroll where they have access to some of their channel uh, shows there. I yes. don't think it's like the full library, but, you know, that's good if, if you... All, you know, all you have is HBO Max. Um, they do have uh, the entire Studio uh, Ghibli library, which yeah. is awesome. And um, I think they're the only ones who have the whole library in yeah. one place. Uh, and, you know, go check out Kiki's Delivery Service. It's the first anime I ever saw. It has a special place in my heart. It's really, really, really good. Um, you can also watch, you know, a lot of the same things you can get on a lot of other shows, uh, channels. So you get, like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Your Lion April. You want to um, be sad for a week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can actually watch Isaacun on here, uh, Roroni Kenshin, Konosuba. Konosuba! Konosuba! Uh, you are watching this other show. I yeah. can't say this. I, I'm watching <laughs> Schwartz's Marken, um, which is basically like... Okay, you thought I was bad at pronouncing Japanese. Now watch me pronounce German. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Auf Deutsch, bitte. Um, no, there's... Uh, Schwartz's Marken is great. It's basically... It's uh, what if the Cold War, but with mechs and and uh aliens i'd watch that yeah it's so good like uh i i was blown away when i read when i read the uh, synopsis for the show i was like how am i not already watching this yeah um you can also watch kill a kill on here which like you I, can find kill a kill just about you everywhere. can find it anywhere but also i just want to take a second to point out like if you haven't watched kill a kill like it comes off as a very like horny like battle anime that mm. at first glance you'd be like this is trash but if you like actually sit and watch it it's a great story yeah. great action it's hilarious Un hilarious unbelievable animation like and only the way that trigger can animate things yeah also um, this is a special message for you best person cat watch this show you're gonna love it i have been saying that best person cat will love this show for years yeah um and it's not like anything she's ever watched before. No, but I know she will like it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, uh, I would say uh, if you have this and you're a fan of Ghibli films, like, please check it out. Like, yeah. you can watch so many of them. All of them. <laughs> um, and it's difficult to find. Yeah, um, well, you know, like I said, like there's, uh, um, they don't have any HBO Max exclusives, yeah. but they are the only people to have Studio Ghibli films all in one place. Yeah. Um, and so last we want to talk about um, this thing that I found while researching this, um, because they just happened to have a lot of the shows that other channels had when I was looking for exclusives. And it's a service called Tubi TV, and it's T-U-B-I-T-V. Um, and it's a free service that's out there, and they just make deals with other, um, like, companies. Uh, and they get some of the, like, you know, older... Um, older, like, animes to stream. Um, they're very, like, niche, and it's not, like... You know, their exclusives are pretty much like, um, you know, dubbed versions of certain shows or sometimes they might have like a movie or an OVA for things. Mm. Um, so like, uh, but they also have a lot of the like mainstays. So like if you have no money, you have no, you know, you have internet, but you don't have, 
you know, Netflix or anything like that. You can sign up for Tubi TV and you can watch things like Hunter Hunter or Bleach or Naruto or Fairy Tale or, or on the high school host club, Yu Yu Hakusho, Ghost in the Shell, uh, World World Trigger, Redline, which is supposed to be an excellent uh, Yeah, I've heard good things film. about uh, um, Redline. So ultimately, like, to get into the conclusions for this episode... You know, when we were doing this research, uh, we wanted to kind of like coalesce all this information into one place to kind of educate our listeners and and make people, you know, give enough information for people to make the best decisions for them. Right. I don't know about you, Best Boy Justin, but kind of my ultimate takeaway from this was that, like, there is anime in more places than there ever has been. It is more accessible than it ever has been. And, you know, when you're sitting there and, like, there is nothing to watch anywhere, that's just a lie. Whatever streaming service you have... I guarantee you haven't watched all of the anime shows on there. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not necessarily to say that you should watch all of them. I'm sure there are shows that aren't for you. But um, this isn't like the old days where you had to go to Blockbuster or RC Video, which is the one by me, um, to go go rent anime. Like, you can find anime if you have have a, a password to any given streaming service. You can, at the very least, go check out some of the backlogs, some of the anime that you may have missed, some of the classics, uh, stuff that you would never think about watching but might actually be for you. Um, Anime is out there. It's everywhere these days. And we're luckier than we ever have been when it comes to being able to watch it. Yeah, and and the other nice thing is that whatever your affluence is, there is a tier of you know streaming service that you can afford whether it's zero dollars whether it's you know all of the streaming services like yeah there is a range um and so we just kind of want to go over some of like the best deals in our eyes so like to me the best deal is to be tv i didn't know about it yeah the fact that you can go to someplace legally and stream all those things uh for free i think is pretty great even if it has ads or things like that like that didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as my grandfather used to say, if it's free, it's for me. So yeah, exactly. Um, I think in terms of a runner-up, though, VRV is a, a great deal. The fact that you get, you know, Crunchyroll and the ability to offline and high dive for ten bucks a month. Like, if you're going to spend ten bucks on Crunchyroll, spend yeah. it on VRV. If you're looking for anime and you have to do only one subscription, the VRV one is the way to go. Yeah. Um, you want to give our next award? Yeah, so largest anime library, of course, goes to Crunchyroll. That's just how it is. Crunchyroll has the most anime. If you're looking for, if you're not necessarily looking for value, if you want, if you only had one streaming service you could go to and you want to watch all the anime, Crunchyroll is the way to go. Absolutely. They have the most. The largest dub collection goes to Funimation. Funimation has the most dubs. There's no way around it. They have all of them. They do the simul dubs. But not only do they do the simul dubs, they go back and they dub old shows. I mean, Funimation's been around since, you know, I started yeah. watching anime, like, and doing dubs. Like, this is what they do. Funimation. <laughs> you should be watching. Yeah. Funimation I is... I will cut that in to here at some <laughs> point. I'm sure the listener has already heard it. Yeah. Funimation, <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're looking for dubs, Funimation is the way to go. But, you know, even if ne- not, you're not necessarily looking for dubs, Funimation is an old staple. So, like, they should be in the conversation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, this is one that you're more familiar with than yeah, I am. Yeah, so I threw this one, one in here. This is a little surprise one. If you only care about Pokemon content, there is a Pokemon TV app. I think it's on iOS and Android that just has movies and, uh, you know, versions of the TV show. There's been over a thousand episodes of the TV show over like... 20 something seasons so like they'll rotate which seasons they have on there and which movies but like if you just want to watch some pokemon stuff that's a great free place to go for that yeah one one thing i will mention here is i always find it funny people talk about like um like oh one piece is the anime that that has all the episodes i'm like oh have you heard of a little thing called pokemon Uh, pokemon in general blows my mind because like oh my god foam is falling (laughs) off the walls (laughs) um Anyway, uh, Pokemon always blows my mind because, like, it is the largest financial, like, um, property in the world. Like, more than Star Wars, more than Pixar, more than um, Hello Kitty. Like, Pokemon is the biggest property in the world. And not only that, in a lot of ways, you can kind of credit Pokemon with being the proof of concept that anime can work in the West. Yeah, in a lot of ways, for sure. We always talk about, like, oh, my entry into anime was Dragon Ball Z, or it was, uh, you know, it was Gundam Wing, or whatever it was. But in reality, and a lot of people don't think about it like this, Pokemon was there. (laughs) For most people, Pokemon was... Some for some people, Pokemon was the only anime they ever well, watched. and and also spanning generations too. Like I watched the original anime as it was airing, but there are kids yep. today growing up with you know the the newest version of it. Yep. Um, in anyway, in terms cool. of uh, <laughs> getting back on track, in terms of uh, you know services that are not specifically anime focused, mm-hmm. uh, I think Netflix is your number one choice. Um, followed up by Amazon just because of its exclusives though it, these are a little flexible yeah I, um, I would I would switch two and three but uh, and then Hulu being number three which is interchangeable with Amazon I think depending on which services you have yeah. right I will like say if Amazon, you already have... Amazon does a lot of like action series like action movies action series whereas sure. Hulu is more uh, a little bit more diverse in their their offerings i think yeah but i think if you already have like crunchyroll and funimation you already have everything that oh i thought we were, we were just inclu- yeah, not yeah. including it okay 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 <laughs> but but what i'm saying is like you get that's the thing for amazon is you get right. like exclusives that you don't get with hulu and then finally hbo max taking the last one yeah which is fine they have a decent library but they're not you know they're not on, on the same level as the other three yeah um, and then we we kind of came up with like combinations that we think uh, will work for uh, various groups of people. Um, so Justin, you want to go over those? Yeah. So uh, you know our our number our, the first tier we're going to talk about here is for your broke as hell otaku, uh, and basically what you're going to want for that is whatever service you can get your hands on. If you can get your mom's Netflix password, if you can get your friend's Hulu password, you know there is stuff on any of those services to keep you busy. If you're lucky enough to be able to get your friend's Crunchyroll password, more power yeah, to you. Yeah, then you're set. Um, but yeah, you know, there's anime on all of these streaming services now. It's not like it used to be where anime is like, you can't find it anywhere. It's out there. So if you can get a password to anything, or if you just watch Tubi TV, or if you can even, uh, a lot of... Uh, um, yeah, use the free versions of Funimation yeah. and Crunchyroll. Or also YouTube. Yeah. Because there are, I know for a fact that the, I think it's the Bandai um, 
That's how most of uh, that's how Jamie watched Best Boy Jamie watched most of Epo before it was on Crunchyroll. Yeah, but also not even just like like kind of like unofficial uploads, but also like Bandai uh, streams Gundam anime. Yeah. On, um, on on YouTube. Pokemon Twilight Wings is only on uh, YouTube. Yeah, so if you don't have any money to spend, there's anime out there for you to watch. I don't want any excuses. Now, moving on. Uh, for the budget otaku, the choice is Crunchyroll. If you can only Absolutely. get one, get Crunchyroll. Yeah. Because they have the deepest library. They have the currently running anime. Um, if you want to stay current, if you want to know what's happening in anime that as it's currently running, and you can only buy one subscription, Crunchyroll's the one. Hands down. Yeah, definitely. If you're looking for the bang for your buck otaku, mm-hmm. like if you want to get the most, um, you want to spend the least amount of money and get the most content, you're going to want to get VRV and Funimation. With those two combined, you have all of the anime. You have Crunchyroll, you have High Dive, you have Funimation. Yeah. And for, what, 16 bucks a month, which is less than Netflix. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to get everything but you're going to get, you know, as far as value for the money you're spending, you're going to get more than anything else yeah. if you just get these two services. Almost all of the currently airing anime except for the exclusives for Amazon and Netflix. Yeah, which moves into our next uh, tier, which is the Otaku Overlord. <laughs> if you get VRV, Funimation, Amazon Prime, and Netflix, you will have Percent. your hands on 99.9997% of anime that is out there right now. That last .0003 being Decadence, which is the only <laughs> the only Hulu exclusive. Um, but if you want to get everything out there, absolutely everything, these four services combined will get you what you want. Yep. Um yeah, yeah, those are our four tiers. Um, I hope uh, I hope they kind of helped you out. Yeah, I hope this has been educational. Um, I know, honestly, like just going through this has made me realize that I need to like kind of replan how my money is going yeah. because I don't think I have optimized my streaming services. I mean, I think between the two of us, we can probably figure out a way to get it. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, this has been really enlightening. We hope that you have all learned something. We hope that you have found some streaming services that you want to use. Um, we, you know, it's tricky with anime. It's very difficult to find certain things. Um, and I know a lot of people resort to like piracy and that sort of thing. And we would kind of want to promote uh, official ways of getting right. it that way. Eventually that money can end up in the hands of the people who are creating it because they do amazing work. And and that's what uh, we really want at the end yeah. of the day. Because if, you, if, if the money ends up in the hands of the people who make the anime, that means more anime can be made. Yep. And I'm not saying that, you know, I condemn pirates to the ends of the earth. <laughs> but like also, like if you have the money... Put it in yeah. the hands of the people who make this stuff because they work really hard and like at the end of the day we really want to see them make more shows. So Yep. So that's it for that. Uh we can't have an episode of The Best Boys without uh getting into a top ten list. Because so. this is listing the podcast, baby. <laughs> so um, so Justin, this one was was your brainchild. Yeah, so I actually I came across this while doing my research on the anime news for this uh segment. Um, this is going to be the top 10 manga that we want to see made, made into anime. Uh, this was an Anime Japan poll. So this we didn't create this list. This is a, a poll from Anime Japan. Uh, and we are going to be going from number 10 to number 1. We have it in reverse uh, order here. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I changed it around on you. Yeah. Um, I can't believe number 8 will shock you. Yeah, number 8 <laughs> will shock you. Clickbait. Um, no, but uh, we're going to go ahead and just dive right into it. Number 10 on the list is The Apothecary Diaries. 
Uh, this is one that I'm not familiar with, but I'll read you the synopsis. Back in the Middle Ages, Mao Mao, formerly an apothecary in the Red Light District, is now forced to work as a servant in the Imperial Court. But then she hears a rumor that all of the emperor's children are short-lived, which sets the story into motion. Driven hmm. by her inherent curiosity and thirst for knowledge, she begins to investigate the cause. Mao Mao's insatiable desire to learn the truth makes waves in the imperial court. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, this one actually was also in the top ten of last year's poll. Um, so it seems like it's pretty popular. I haven't read it myself, but it sounds interesting. That sounds really interesting. I would watch an anime of that. Yeah. You want to do the next one? Uh, Sure. So this one is called My Level 999 Love for Yamada-kun. Uh, Akane gets dumped by her boyfriend after he cheats on her uh, in an online game. She is hunting monsters in the game to let off some steam. A man with an afro from her guild named Yamada calls her out. She gets caught up in the moment and complains to him about getting dumped, to which he coldly responds, I don't give a crap. Later on, in an attempt to get back her ex, Akane gets all dressed up and marches into a real-life event for the game, where she's called out once again the exact same way Yamada did, but this time by a handsome young man who saved her. Akane's love life, which ended in an online game, is about to begin anew in the same game. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one actually sounds like one that I might pick up, and you're yeah. going to hear me say that a Definitely lot. Definitely sounds right up uh, Best Boy Justin's alley. <laughs> yeah, with, 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 my, with my preferred manga reader being down right now, I've been taking the opportunity to just read some manga that I just had never read before, because I don't want to mess up my reading list on the other one, because that's the kind of person I am. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm going to pick up a bunch of these. Uh, moving on to the next one, this is one that you and I are both very familiar oh, with. Oh my god. This is the... I can't believe this is number eight. Well, this was number one in last year's poll. And it moved uh, down. It moved down, but it is still in the top ten, and that is Comey Can't Communicate. Which um, is my number one. Yeah, also my number one. <laughs> uh, just for those of you out there who apparently live under a rock and aren't familiar with this manga, um, Comey is a girl whose beauty turns the heads of everyone around her, but she suffers from social anxiety. She has a lot of trouble communicating, and to the point, uh, to the people around her, she comes off as cold and unapproachable. How do I strike up a conversation? Once I do, what do I say? Komi can't help but get caught up on such questions. The story centers around the school life of Komi and Tadano, who she befriends. Um, Komi may be trembling from her heart all the way to her fingertips, but her goal is to make 100 friends. Uh, this communication comedy will have you grimming ear to ear before you know it, but at times it will make your heart ache. This manga is the GOAT. This is the manga that it's made me so want good. to read manga. Like, yeah. I was, before I started reading manga regularly about a year, year and a half ago, I would occasionally read a short, like, romance manga when I was bored. Um, but I wasn't really into manga until I read this one. Because, like, I had seen so it good. all over, like, the um, our anime, anime subreddit and been like, oh, this seems like something cool, but I would never read it. And then I read, like, the first uh, volume of it. I just had picked it up off Amazon because it was on sale. And this completely turned my manga reading life around. Oh, for sure. Like, this is... When I recommend people for manga who are, like, sort of into romance, slice of life kind of stuff, this is where I put them. Yeah. It's, from top to bottom, excellent. Uh, great comedic timing. Um, great characters. Like, some of the my favorite characters in manga. Yeah, absolutely. All of the characters... Najimi. Najimi is amazing. Najimi is unbelievable. Uh, I um, love all of the characters in this show. It... it I know on this podcast we say, oh, you should check this out. You should check this out. If you are going to pick up 
one manga and and you like kind of slice of life comedy like rom commy yeah. sort of stuff like please 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 make it komi san yeah komi san is so good and if they don't ever make an anime of it i will die sad <laughs> uh at this rate you're gonna die sad i well, i mean it was bound to happen anyway but uh you want to take the next one so i can do the one after yeah because i think you're more familiar with one mm-hmm. after that so uh coming up next we have oni mai which uh, is about youth shut-in Mahiro Oyama, who is given a suspicious medicine by his little sister Mihari that turns him into a girl. From going to the toilet to wearing a bra, a girl's life is full of unknowns. What lies ahead for Mihari's brother-turned-sister? The gender-swap manga Making Waves on the Internet is finally getting a paperback volume. Um, Interesting. Now listen, this is a... You it's know, a little Ranma-y. It's a little Ranma-y. Uh, gender-swap is a huge... Um, thing in manga it's very common it's a common trope uh it's a common thing to center an entire story around um i'd probably read this at some point it sounds interesting um yeah that's all i really have to say about it yeah um next is spy x family or spy family or spy cross family however however x's are in manga uh it was in uh the top 10 of last year's poll it is a huge manga in Shonen Jump. Um, but basically the story follows a spy who uh, has to build a family in order to execute a mission, not realizing that the girl he adopts as his daughter and the woman he agrees to be in a fake marriage with are a mind reader and a, an assassin, respectively. Uh, it's essentially like uh, about like balancing like this like makeshift family as well as the life of like a spy and an assassin and all that sort of stuff. Um, Everything I've heard about this manga has been excellent. It's yeah. like it's one of those shonen jump uh, joints that you're just like waiting its turn to get you know a manga. It's like they have yeah. to make Chainsaw Man first, but then after that, you know, I, I don't think that Spy X Family is uh, long off from them. Uh, yeah, I've only anime. ever heard really great things about this show. I uh, show this. <laughs> I already think of it as a show. This manga. Um, I've never read it myself. It's always been on my list, but I never quite got into it. But it actually does remind me of a manga that I do read, which is called Mission Yozakura Family. Um, so I, you know, it's it's something that's that's at least within the uh, the realm of things that I enjoy. So I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, someday. I'll hook you up with my uh, Shonen Jump subscription. That's right, you do have a Shonen yep. Jump. Subscription. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Um, next up, we have I'm in love with the villainess. Uh, in a world, in the world of the Otome game revolution, Otome games are dating sims, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Much like, um, my next life is a villainess. Or, I love you, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> or, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Uh, corporate... Or Dream Daddy, or which Dream is my Daddy. favorite. Oh, God. Uh, corporate slave Ray Ohashi is reincarnated as the heroine Ray Taylor. Uh, but the character she fangirls girls over is not the game's princess. It's actually the evil villain Claire Francois. In her previous life, Ray did nothing but play games. Will her knowledge and passion allow her to get closer to Claire? This sets the stage for a tumultuous fantasy romantic comedy. This sounds very much like my next life yeah, as a villain as all it, routes yeah. lead to doom. Yeah, it sounds very similar. Uh, a couple different beats. Uh, I don't know that this one will necessarily ever get an anime just because of how similar it is to that one. But, I mean, so- God knows how many, like... Uh, isekai they pumped yeah, out with true. like essentially the same plot line. <laughs> yeah, it's like just 17 sword art clones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to get the next one? Sure. Uh, this one is called A Man and His Cat. A lone adult cat has left unsold in a pet shop. Day by day, its price drops and it isn't even looked at. When it had given up on all hope of finding a home, a lone man appeared before it. He said one simple thing. I want this one. 
This is the heartwarming story of a cat who just wanted a loving home and a lonely middle-aged man. This is like writ about to make me cry. Yeah. Just I, I made you read that just because I knew that it would. <laughs> oh my god! I don't, I'm not even a cat person, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna read moved this by it. Yeah. But speaking of things I'm gonna read, I'm going to read the next one, uh, and it's called Senpai is Otogonoko. Uh, one day, Makoto Hanaoka, lover of all things cute, is confessed to by his junior Aoi, uh, mistaking him for a girl. Makoto turns Aoi down and apologizes, explaining that he is actually a boy and that he's never fallen in love with anyone. However, upon learning the truth, Aoi is delighted to have a senpai with perks of both genders and proclaims, I will become the first person you've ever loved, as Makoto looks on, looks back in shock. Um, I'm all about this kind of stuff. Uh, I, I'm excited for this one. One of the one of the manga that I'm I'm very fond of that uh, I recommend to some people who would enjoy this kind of thing. I know it's not for everybody, um, but one of the ones that I read is called "My Wife Is a Man," which mm. is all about um, a guy who is married to uh, a man who identifies who's uh, a woman, yeah. and it's it's kind of all about the the things that you know the difficulties that their relationship faces that maybe you are are not well, <laughs> typical of a you told me what like the like first page of it was yeah i mean the, the first page of it is basically you know um is 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 her using the bathroom and how that how that is a uh, uh an everyday difficulty for them yeah uh, i don't want to give too much of it away cuz i think you should read it if this sounds like something that would be interested to you um, but yeah, I, I'm definitely going to read this one. This one, this one is already in my, my manga reader on my phone. So, so the next one, I, I do agree should be number two only because I think Komi-san should be number, uh, one. Okay, fair. Um, but this would make such, such, such a great anime. Um, it is, we've talked about it before on the podcast. It is a Korean manhwa called Solo Leveling. And I see you wrote out a description, but I, I know I you love know this it by heart. show or this, uh, manhwa so much. Um, basically it's the story of Jinwoo who it, it's think of like the world, except for all of a sudden these like portals started opening and basically they were portals to dungeons uh and all of a sudden like what is it like 10 percent of people suddenly had varying levels of like powers to be like dungeon explorers uh on varying scales so you have people who are like e-rank hunters which are stronger than normal humans but like not really strong at all to all the way up to like S rank, what's called national level hunters who are basically have the same power as like the entire United States, like military, if not like more yeah. just in their fingertips, like sort of thing. That's one of the things I love about this manhwa is that like the way they describe the S rank hunters is oh, like yeah. having the power to one single handedly take over a country. Uh, you haven't even seen how crazy that yeah. gets yet. Um, right now he's fighting the American like national ranked hunter. Oh God. It's insane. Okay. Um, but it's like, it's about this guy, Jinwoo, who is like the weakest hunter. And, and basically it's just a power fantasy. Uh, MacGuffin happens that allows him to like kind of like w in this world like your power level is pretty much set at whatever you happen to get but he has the ability to grow as he progresses very much like video game style like you know he gets buffs and power-ups and all that sort of stuff um in terms of power fantasy like shows like slime or you know um what's what's the one where I was like I was reincarnated as a demon lord 
with my ancestors to go to school or whatever oh. we were talking about. How do you remember all of the whole title except the first part of the title? Uh, Anos Voldigod. Yeah, That's that all guy. I remember of it. Um, but yeah, it's of that kind of like thing. It is unbelievably well drawn. Um, highly recommend. I really want to see this be an anime. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, you, you had recommended Solo Leveling to me. I don't, I am not as crazy about it as you are. I do very much enjoy it. Um, it it kind of tends to to hit the back burner on my manga reader list just because I generally so my anime tastes are a little bit more diverse. I watch a little bit of everything. When it comes to manga, I do specifically almost only read slice of life and romance, um, but I do also read solo leveling. So that should tell you how much I enjoy it. Um, number one, and this is one that I am very familiar with. But I'm actually very surprised to see it on this list because I didn't think it was as popular as it was. But when I saw this list, I had to go check it out. And apparently this manga is incredibly popular. And when I read you the synopsis, you're going to be a little repulsed. But stick with me because I'm going to talk about it a little <laughs> bit afterwards. Um, the synopsis goes, Hopelessly delusional and antisocial edgelord Kyotaro Ichikawa chuckles to himself imagining murdering the beautiful Ana Yamada, the most popular girl at their school. However, as he observes Yamada... Kyotaro gradually comes to the realization she's completely different from the, the social butterflies who look down on the unpopular kids, and thus begins the first love of the antisocial Kyotaro. This young couple's romantic comedy between an introvert and an extrovert, trans, uh, transcending social cliques, will have you smiling. Now, I, I, <laughs> Justin sees the look yeah. of like shock and horror on my face i'm like this sounds highly problematic it does and you know what when i first started reading this manga i i read halfway through the first chapter and was like no not for me because i was like this is like an incel fantasy it's like a weird Ugh. yeah kind of thing but like i for some reason i came back to it i don't remember why i just like found myself thinking like ah, i never really finished to the first fulfill chapter. your incel fantasy yes to fulfill my <laughs> incel fantasy no because i i kind of i realized like ah, i didn't even give it a whole chapter i should go back and read it so i did and i found out that this is actually kind of the antithesis to that kind of story so it's kind of like it explores the the way in which a young man who is being kind of led down this dark and weird road can find a way back to seeing people for who they are and not okay. for who they appear to be to his, uh, you know, on his initial impression. And it actually, it you know me, I'm all about character growth. Yeah. The main character in this show, in the way that he interacts with people, uh, the way that he learns to see people holistically as whole people and not just his impression of them, is really incredible. Um, I that, that sounds like it could be interesting. Yeah. Like you take a legitimately a problematic character exactly. and explore them exiting that. It's like kind of the the stories you hear on the news about like the people who escaped a life in the like Ku Klux yeah. Klan, like that sort of. This thing. yeah, this is this is very similar to that. It's really kind of um, it's it's it it uses that as a framework to tell this kind of story about learning to see people for who they are and not who you think they are. Um, and I think it's really good. I don't know necessarily that I would put it at number one. I mean, definitely behind Komi and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Solo Leveling. But it, it, I, it would make a really good anime. Um, one one thing that I do have against it is, do you remember how you were talking in our last episode about how, um, oh, what show was it? The one that has the the e, the ending cards that unnecessarily sexualized the Oh, Yomushi Pedal. This this anime for like their like promotional art and also for like their um 
you know how sometimes you have like the cover art where it shows like a a character dressed in a way that they're not usually dressed like they'll do like 1920s butlers or like they're all dressed in suits for some reason they kind of do this with the main female character but they sexualize her in a way that i'm like i don't know if i'm super comfortable with that Mm -hmm. but the actual story itself is very good and i definitely recommend checking it out if you're into rom-coms um give it give it a chance give it a shot i know the synopsis sounds a little a little something crazy but give it a shot yeah no it it definitely sounds interesting I, i kind of like that um that idea of storytelling but yeah. hopefully we'll get one of these uh excellent uh 10 options yeah, specifically as, as a new uh manga in the near future um yeah idea. i know for me i'm i'm really excited about solo leveling komi and uh, uh spy x family so yeah. i hope any one of those and even that last one sounded really good yeah um, um but yeah that that does it for this episode of the best boys thanks for listening in best buds and don't forget to leave us a review on your podcast supplier of choice it really helps us out a lot as always you can shout at us get in our menchies or show us your awesome fan art send us an email at thebestboyspod at gmail.com or catch us on instagram and twitter at bestboys underscore pod Next time on The Best Boys Z. With winter anime defeated, a new threat emerges. Best Boy Dan attempts to find anywhere to stream Shaman King. Best Boy Justin thinks a slime spinoff may be a good idea. Can the best boys bring you the definitive list of spring 2021 anime to watch? Find out next time on The Best Boys and Anime Podcast Z. Uh, best boy Dan, the lawyer's called. We absolutely cannot do the Dragon Ball Z thing. Motherfucker.